What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Flack Jack. This is a new episode of the Super Thack Podcast, episode... 30! 30. Yes, it took us long enough to get here. Yeah. Um, but this year has been insane. This is... So, it's the first time that I can remember an election taking as long as it did. Yeah. Um, apparently, it took even longer in 2000. It took a whole month in 2000. Did it? Yep. Because there was a bunch of lawsuits and stuff. Yeah. I can't recall that one. Yeah. Whatsoever. That's my point. Like, I only know it because <laughs> a lot of people were talking shit about... Like, I remember uh, Chris Jericho made a tweet. He's like, when was the last time an election uh, took this long and everybody got pissed at him? And they're like, delete your tweet. You're retarded. <laughs> like, get rid of this. This happened Is in 2000. Is he a Trumpy? I don't know. He it looks like he'd me, be a Trumpy. It made me feel like it, because it seemed like some conspiratorial type shit he was trying to put out. I'm like, just... I love him to death, but... <laughs> he's, uh... His band sucks. <laughs> he, uses it, he uses it as a... That, uh... Judas, he uses it as a... In, interesting. Yeah, I hate that. Like, it's, I don't mind it. It's, I, when I listen to his band, <laughs> I just feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard two or three songs. I've heard a couple of his covers he's done. He's done a couple Kiss covers that were strange. The way his band dresses, the way they look, I just don't like. He's just he's he's having a fun midlife crisis. It's okay. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, but he's getting into acting too, which makes me happy. Because yeah. he was in uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yep. And he'll be in Kilgrave was here. I'm not so sure that any other wrestler will hit it as big in acting as The Rock. I think John Cena is a close second, but John Cena will never hit that echelon. I'm trying to think. If so, it'll take a while. Actually, gotta be honest, we already have another wrestler who's pretty close to The Rock. Who? Especially uh, box office number-wise. He might even exceed The Rock. Who? Batista. Okay. Two Guardians films. I'm saying, like, the main dude in a movie. If we're going that far... Like, the reason why people go to the movie is The Rock. No, 100%. Well, depending on the movie, because it's either The Rock or Kevin Hart. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I agree. Uh, If there is ever anybody who can do what he's done, coming from wrestling to go over to acting, it would honestly, weird as it sounds, might be his cousin, uh, Roman Reigns. Is he going to hit acting at some point? He already did. He was in Hobbs and Shaw. And he was in uh, The Wrong Missy with David Spade. Oh, okay. At the beginning. He did a pretty good... It was just like a little cameo role. It was funny as fuck, though. Um, But I I could see him making it big, kind of the same... uh, In the same vein. I could even see, like, doing, like, a buddy cop movie with the two of them. I I, I don't know. Especially because of the way that he was in the Hobbs and Shaw movie. I could even see them, like, putting him more in the Fast and Furious franchise. But other than that, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so back to the election. Um, Joe Biden won after what, like five or six days of yeah. They announced votes? it Saturday morning, is when they announced it. That's when I got the notification on my phone. Yeah, and that's when I heard too. And yeah. then 
see all the people in Boulder like freaking out, screaming at the top of their lungs with joy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair enough. I'm glad, like I told you, I'm glad that douchebag's gonna be out. Yeah, and like I, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I just I have no real opinion mm-hmm. because I mean I voted, but I don't think that either one is better than the other. It's going to be nice to have a president who's not tweeting constantly now. Yeah. Like, that'll be the biggest thing. I'm not going to constantly know what this dude is thinking, especially because Joe Biden's so old he can barely figure out Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my biggest thing now is, A, I already told you I'm excited for Andrew Yang to reportedly at least be part of the administration. Yeah. And then, B, the thing that scares me is... Uh, how long this dude like the shelf life of Joe Biden like how much longer does he have before he kicks the bucket or they deem him unfit to be president and then we'll get Kamala in there yes and then we'll by virtue of that we'll get our first female president yeah so who do you think is going to run Republican next year or do you think do you believe Trump when he said he's going to run again in 2024 (sighs) uh I honestly don't know. I think it'll be someone new, honestly. I hope it'll be someone new. I really kind of hope we start getting rid of the idea of politicians as presidents. I just... I think politicians are inherently corrupt. I think getting more people like Andrew Yang, like that style of person, just yeah, people I, who have the best interests of other people. Yeah, I don't think this should be anyone who's been on TV... Anyone famous yeah. in that way shouldn't be anyone. Like that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like I don't want them to have no experience with politics because that is the job. Yeah, it's politics. But maybe someone who hasn't made a career out of solely politics. Yeah. Cause like that was the only thing that excited me about Trump when he first started, and then it got really uh, racial <laughs> and really just loud with everything else. We haven't seen the country as divided as it has been in the past four years. In a while. This is the most yeah. it's been divided. Since we've been alive, this is the most divided yeah. I've ever seen it. Yeah. Uh, the last time I think it was... This divided was maybe during uh, President Hoover. Because people were... Like, when shanty towns were coming up and they were calling them Hoovervilles or whatever. Yep. Um, and then you have the other side where they named the Hoover Dam after him. Which doesn't make any sense, but... <laughs> Um, and then going from there, just because we don't want to stay on politics too long, because this yeah. is not a political channel. It is what it is. Yes. Um, we'll start off with some sadder, well, honestly there are two kind of sad ones, but we'll we'll start off with the sadder one. Uh, Alex Trebek died at 80 years old from pancreatic cancer. Yeah, and he was the host of Jeopardy for 35 years. Yes. All of your grandmothers wanted to bone him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he had a mustache. Yeah. He, he offered uh, three mustache rides. Um, yeah. But, no, he... I, I don't know what they're going to do with Jeopardy now. Yeah, I don't know. Because it took a long time for people to be okay with uh, Drew Carey as host for uh, Will Fortune. Not Will Fortune. Uh, the Price is Right. Yeah. And I don't know if it'll be as easily accepted as that. Yeah, it'll, I think, I don't know, I don't, do you think they'll stop it for a while? 
I hope they just get rid of it, honestly. They're just get rid of it because I hadn't watched it ever. But I find it interesting if you have absolutely nothing else to do, especially with like modern age. I don't know. I feel like if I have options. nothing else to do, I still have something to do. Yeah, you you, you have like twenty four streaming services. You have video games. You have music, books, YouTube. You have other internet activities. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, th- there's just endless content now to where like yeah. there's not really a need for it anymore especially if you don't have Alex Trebek yeah um sucks for sure I mean don't get me wrong he was 80 he lived a good long life yeah um I guess thoughts kind of go out to his family among that I mean just kind of be happy for the legacy he left behind and hopefully uh they don't ruin Jeopardy if they do continue it yeah um, and then on to the next, like, big sad news we got is, uh... It's infuriating. It, it's, it's become, it, it started sad with last week's report yeah. of Johnny Depp being found not guilty, essentially, but essentially, like, it... They basically treated guilty. him as if he was guilty. Yeah. Because he had the, li- uh, libel lawsuit yeah. against, uh, Sun... And they deemed everything that Amber Heard said substantially true, which doesn't, it still just doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's recordings Mm -hmm. of her admitting that she lied. Yeah. That alone should have just had that thrown out. But there's also, what my brother told me, because he read something that um, in court they said there was evidence of him being abusive, but they didn't really say what it was. But they said there was evidence. Okay, but even then, but even then, if you can't substantially prove it, yeah, then that's the thing. I don't know how a UK court works to begin with, but I think in a US court, anything that's going to be taken into uh, consideration has to be public for the whole jury to know, or whether or not it was a jury. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if it was just a judge's decision. Right. And like I said, I have no idea how a UK court works, so that also fucks him. Yeah. Did I send you his letter that he put on Instagram? Yes, you did. Should I read it for everyone? Uh, yes, go for it. Alright, so this is uh, posted on November 6th. He posted, like, a letter to Instagram. It says, In light of recent events, I would like to make the following short statement. Firstly, I'd like to thank everyone who has gifted me with their support and loyalty. I have been humbled and moved by your many messages of love and concern, particularly over the last few days. Secondly, I wish to let you know that I have been asked to resign by Warner Brothers for my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, and I have respected and agreed to that request. Finally, I wish to say this. The surreal judgment of the court in the UK will not change my fight to tell the truth, and I confirm that I plan to appeal. My resolve remains strong, and I intend to prove that the allegations against me are false. My life and career will not be defined by this moment in time. Thank you for reading. Sincerely, Johnny Depp. It's disturbing because the idea of believing all women in situations like this really hurts. Um... Because you could have false accusations completely ruin men's careers. Yeah. And there's no consequence for uh, 
Lion. The uh, women, yeah, for Lion. Yes, and, like, I know, I might, we might have talked about this on another podcast, but, like, there should be a punishment for that, like, yes. beyond perjury and fraud. Um, it's largely, like, there was a politician or a comedian, I can't remember which one it was, that basically said, like, if a girl lies about rape, she should also have to register as a sex offender because... She's liable to do it again. Yes. The same way that someone who has raped, like, legitimately, is also more likely to do it again than a non-offender. Yeah. Um, There needs to be a better way to rule shit like this out so it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Um, It is good to see all the support he's getting from the internet, though. Um, Even his ex-wife and his daughter and shit like that. Yeah. And honestly, I think the backlash from this to the studios will cause them to rethink shit. And I'm sure, like, I, I'm almost guaranteeing give it a week and we'll get another report that, oh, Johnny Depp has been re- rehired as Grindelwald unless he refuses to come back because he felt like he was done dirty. So it'll be like a James Gunn situation, different situations, but... Uh, yes, essentially. Like it. Yeah, where he goes off and does a Suicide Squad and in the middle of filming Suicide Squad, oh, he's coming back for Guardians yeah. 3. Um, some companies can see through the bullshit. Yeah. Which last time, oddly enough, was Warner Brothers. Yep. This time, do you think it'll be opposite and Disney will pick them up? Ooh. For, we'll see. Because you do know there's another Pirates movie coming out. I'm sure by the end of the week, the coming week, we'll hear something. Yeah. But there's another Pirates movie coming out. So do you yeah. think that Disney will just bring him in now as a cameo? Well, yeah, I, I don't know what the plan was to begin with, but I know this is Margot Robbie, and it's supposed to be, like, a female one. Yeah. I'm sure they were going to bring him in for a cameo anyway, but we'll still see if that happens. I do have a quick question, just as a side note, just yeah. on the note of Margot Robbie. Yeah. Did you hear about the potential gender-swapped Brokeback Mountain? Or is that just completely made up? I did not hear. I haven't heard about okay. that. Okay. There was a rumor. I don't know if someone was, like doing it like a fan thing but there was a bunch of people pissed off because they're like now we're gonna have to hear about how guys are pigs because all of a sudden this movie is gonna do fucking fantastic because it's lesbians and it's Margot Robbie but he's like but on the other hand it's lesbians and it's Margot Robbie so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I didn't hear about that yeah and like I could be wrong I'll look it up right now while we're talking but how would you feel about a movie like that? It would definitely bring a lot of the wrong people to uh, comment on it. I agree. And um, how do you think... There's, uh, a lot of, there's a lot of people who wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. There, there definitely is. Yeah. It's... Here's the problem. I think everything is starting to lean too much in a... And I, I want to say this in a way where I don't sound like I'm a bigot because I do think that like everyone should have a voice. But if you're going to start remaking everything gender-swapped just to go yay feminism, it gets real old real quick. Yeah. And are they doing it for that reason? 
It feels like it. And that's what everybody else is thinking. Um, let me see. So I'm typing in Brokeback Mountain gender swap. I haven't even seen Brokeback Mountain. I've heard it's a good movie. I might have to watch it. I've heard good things. I've only seen the one scene, sadly. Because I walked in on my grandparents watching the movie, and I saw Heath Ledger spit into his hand and Ooh. <laughs> throw it throw it in the backside of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. So, I can't quit you. <laughs> I can't quit you. Yeah. Oh, hell. Uh, so, yes, apparently there is a Brokeback Mountain adaptation. And it should star a transgender cast. Oh, that's... Oh, adaptation to star all transgender cast. So don't now I'm Robbie. confused. I don't know now. I don't want to see it. No, I don't. There's no Margot Robbie. I don't want to see it. Yeah, so we'll see how uh, the world works after everything gets remade. Because we've already had one big gender swap remake with... Uh, Ghostbusters. We'll see how many more gender swap uh, movies we get in the future. Hopefully it doesn't get worn out. Yeah, and I mean, I don't mind it. I just... There needs to be, like, good reason for it, I guess. Yeah. Because... I don't know. Everything can exist in a bubble, but I know a lot of people, like, initially when Bridesmaids was getting ready to come out, people were pissed because they are like, ooh, hangover with girls. That's not what it was. No, not at all. It actually turned out to be a really I great thing of its own. It. Um, I have not seen all of it. I've seen the big scenes that everyone talks about, like uh, Melissa McCarthy shitting in a sink. She got Oscar nomination for that movie. Yes, which is fantastic coming from any comedy movie, honestly. Yeah. Comedy movies getting Oscars is surprising. Comedy, horror, superhero movies. Yes, those are the three that you really have to work and you really have to stand out. And even then, people get fucking, fucking jacked all the time anyway. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Suicide Squad and you get a fucking effects. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen, have you seen Hereditary? I have not, but yeah, I heard Tony it got Kulek snubbed got, Yeah, she got snubbed for that. The mom in Babadook got snubbed for that, I thought. Um... She was really good in that movie. What is probably, like, the best horror, uh, like horror movie that has won an Oscar? I'm pretty sure Exorcist did. The that, first Exorcist. That far back, though, you would say? I don't know about that far back. That's the only one that's the first one I could think okay. of. Let me see. Let me look. Because I, I just, I don't know track record-wise how many horror movies have won anything. I'm pretty sure Cause like Freddy vs. She... Jason was nominated for Best Picture. Do not even. <laughs> You're such a fucking liar. There's no way that movie could have won an Oscar. <laughs> or even a nomination. Um, not, not, not when you have Freddy say oh, Get Out. If you consider that a horror movie. That, I do, but that's like a big political thing, too. But yeah, Freddy vs. Jason. Uh... I don't agree with that. Really? You don't agree with that? Uh, Silence well, of the Lambs. You don't agree with Get Out being... Oh, yeah, Silence of the Lambs, for sure. You don't I think it won because it was a really good fucking movie. Deserve it. No, I'm saying, like, but I think it did deserve it, but I think because it had more deep, su like, uh, subject material that was sort of political, it kind of brought it to the forefront of a lot of... I mean, it was, like, time-related, for sure. Yeah. and But, like, I see the voters of the Oscars and stuff as super pretentious and kind of wanting to go to political issues like that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it just seems the way they vote. 
like historically. I mean, the only reason that fucking Leonardo DiCaprio got an Oscar for that last movie is because he literally put himself through hell, and people were like, "I was like, well, we might as well give it to him for this." Yeah, looks like uh, um, The Sixth Sense was really the last one before. 1999. Is that a horror movie? Yeah, I call it a horror movie, technically. That's the one with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, kind of I can kind of see that. That one and Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. They were nominated. I, I would say Silence of the Lambs would be the one that's like the really big, yeah, like Oscar out of that because that was a I think huge I'm, moment I'm, for cinema. I think it. I think it does picture. I believe so. Um, Silence of the goats. Silence of the would you fuck me? What? I'd fuck oh, me. Oh, yeah. I'd fuck me hard. <laughs> yeah, it did win Best Picture, won Best Actor, won Best Actress. And won Best Adapted Screenplay, won Best Director, Best Sound Mixing, and Best Editing. So it walked away singing Goodbye Horses? Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a song. Fan, it's it is a fantastic song. Yes. I'm not going to lie, I hated that song the first time I heard it in that movie because of that scene. But I fell in love with it upon rewatches and with Clerks 2. <laughs> Clerks 2 made me, like, Love that fucking that, song. That made me all well. <clears throat> uh, and then to redo that in fucking Jay and Silent Bob yeah. reboot, I was like, all right, now you're going to overplay this it's shit. It's a little weird now. <laughs> yeah. He's a little older and shit. So weird. <laughs> oh, shit. I might watch Clerks 2 tonight. He's got no penis. He's got a dick. He's got a tuck between his legs. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I'm excited for David Desmaltrin in Suicide Squad. Yes. Uh, just as a side note, because it relates to uh, reboot. But yes, I have Clerks too, and I think that I might need to rewatch it as well. First thing I remember seeing him in was The Dark Knight. Then David Desmaltrin. Okay, yeah, that's the first thing I remember seeing him. I'm trying to think if I saw him in anything before that, because he has a, a super recognizable face. Yeah, he's very unique. Um, well, uh, real quick, favorite line from uh, Clerks two. If you had to pick. I, I, I already know mine off the top <laughs> of my head. There's so many. I... So my, my favorite scene, or my favorite line, is when he comes into work, the, is it Eli? Or what the fuck is the nerdy kid's name? Eli. Yeah, Eli. He comes into work, and he's all, uh, Randall's all giving him shit, and he's like, you can't mess with my mood today. He's like, I'm in too good of a mood. He's like, why did your mom slip your tongue? <laughs> why I love that one that and the uh, sometimes it's forgivable to go ass to mouth he's <laughs> all what the fuck I guess the one that made me laugh the most is when he said hey faggot they're not gay they're hobbits <laughs> oh dude that movie I, over and over again it's just it's so beautifully written it feels like the legit way you talk to friends yeah like that's the one thing I will say Kevin Smith at least used to have really well was dialogue is it now? He seems like he can just... He's like, fuck it. I think he's coasting on the fact that he has people... Like, fans that will come... Fan. Yeah. yeah. He has fans that will come and watch anything he does. I'd like to see him... Do you think he can pull off a dramatic movie? Like Honestly, a serious, serious movie? I felt... I mean, Chasing Amy. It is played very straight. It. Is it on any streaming services? Oh, I... Or do I have to rent it from Amazon, probably? I... Worst I don't know. Worst, I'm sure I'll... Okay. I, I can help you find out before you leave. Okay. Because I'll just look it up on my record. I heard it's inappropriate. Uh, I think it's... I mean, it's... 
it touches on gender roles and sexuality a lot, but it doesn't show anything. But I mean, yeah, it's like it's a typical Kevin Smith movie. It's funny. You ever want? He also does. I think Jersey Girl was fairly well done. I know a lot of people talk shit about it, but like dramatically, like especially with Ben Affleck, like, it was very well done. Um, then again, most Kevin Smith movies have Ben Affleck. So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to think because Clerks it's kind of a drama. The first one, especially. Second one is, but it's drawn out a little bit more for comedy. I'd say there's dramatic parts. Yeah. Um, Chasing Amy is more of like a love story drama mixed with comedy. It's like the opposite of Clerks. It has funny moments, but it's more about relationships. Oh, okay. Um, it is one of my favorite ones. Uh, Mall Rats, uh, obviously, is just a straight yeah. comedy. Um... Tusk would have been a fantastic drama if, and I know we were talking about Johnny Depp, but like if Johnny Depp was not in that movie, or he was played seriously, that movie would have been a great drama, slash horror. I I think it was very well done if you get rid of the campy shit, because that that suit was fucking. I terrifying. feel like you need camp in that type of movie though. I I, I feel like that could have been played. Look at Human Centipede. That's, that's campy still. In a different way, it still is. It's, it, I mean, it's taking itself serious, but it's still, like, not serious. Yeah, but not that level of campy. Yeah, I guess. Like, Human Centipede 2, now that's legit. So, like, so I guess that would have been the better. Have example. you seen the second one? I have not. It's fucking rough. It's, it's worse than the first one. Well, that's my thing, though. Like, in a situation like that where someone's turning someone into a fucking walrus, <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> the, the, everything... Except for the beginning podcast scene, yeah, and the Johnny Depp scenes, everything between that is like perfect drama. Sure, because it's played very well. Justin Long's acting is fantastic. Yeah, and then Michael Parks is always fucking great. Kind of a sad movie. It is a hundred percent, especially with that last scene in the zoo, which is <laughs> not a way I saw that movie ending. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how could this dude in his basement fucking put together? a dude and make a walrus, but they can't fucking take him apart with surgeons. Yeah. Like, it logically didn't make sense, but it fucking did break my heart a little bit. Because <laughs> I don't remember, did they... Is he inside of a suit and he just fucks with his face? Or is he... I forget. So, no, he's inside of a... Like, what do you mean he fucks with his face? Like, well, obviously his <clears throat> face is fucked with, right? Yeah. To make him look like but the rest of his body, is it just inside, like, encased, or... Uh, I forget. It's sewn to his body. No, oh, okay. That's what and he chopped his leg off. Yeah. And used that for his fucking tusks. That's right. Okay. So, like, he mutilated him yeah. to make a walrus. Okay. I have to watch that one again. The walrus suit is made out of fucking other human skin. Yeah. <laughs> which is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, but, like, Michael Parks' storytelling in that of talking about how he had to kill the walrus on the island. Yeah. That was, while it did have camp to it, felt legit and real and emotional. Yeah. But I think that's more Michael Parks than it is Kevin Smith. Yeah, because he's a really good actor. Yeah. Because I, I read uh, Kevin Smith's, uh, I think it's called Tough Shit, and he talks about how one of Michael Parks' like, biggest supporters is Quentin Tarantino. 
Mm-hmm. And he he literally has just like a mixtape of Michael Parks movies that he used to watch. Of like just his scenes. He would take it out and splice scenes that Michael Parks was wow. in and just throw them in and just rewatch them because he loved the way he acted. Yeah. And like he even like kind of stroked Michael Parks' ego and showed him the tape. <laughs> and like shit like that. So <clears throat> um I think he does drama well in certain situations. But because he does have that fan base, he's allowed to coast now. He thinks he's allowed to coast yeah. now. Because he doesn't need to be a billionaire. He just wants to make money and have a good time. Yeah. Which, fair enough, but... Yeah. I would rather... I want to find a happy medium where you have someone kind of between Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino. Where they make great movies, and they have fun. Yeah. And they don't seem like they're ready to fucking like blow their lid off. I feel like that <laughs> is Quentin Tarantino, though. He makes good movies and he does have fun. He does, but I think he also gets lost in the stress of it sometimes because he wants perfection. To where, I mean, you heard the story about Uma Thurman in Kill Bill with, like, her essentially being put in, like, really dangerous situations. Mm -hmm. Um, Which they're cool now. Yeah, they're they're cool now. I mean, obviously, there's talk about a third Kill Bill, so... Because for a minute there, I think it was a couple years ago, she was... It was getting rough between them, but then they fucking fixed it, so... Yeah. So, I mean, I do think Quentin Tarantino is that guy. I think he just takes stuff overly serious at times, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas someone like uh, James Cameron, I find to be kind of a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Literally just making movies to fund, like, treasure hunting expeditions, pretty much. (laughs) Or, like, trying to pioneer shit. Like, wants to be the first one to do everything. Yeah. It literally led into, like, finding fucking Titanic (laughs) and then the whole Avatar thing. And that was such a novelty thing. I'm so worried. I'm I'm not worried, but I'm honestly interested to see how quickly that falls apart. Because you know Avatar 2 comes out and there's going to be no money. No, it's not going to be... It's not going to have the same turnout as the first one did. Because it's not a technological masterpiece the way the first one was. Yeah. Because... Everyone and their mother has done a movie like Avatar since Avatar yeah. came out. And I didn't even like Avatar. It was Pocahontas with blue cats. Pretty much. It's. I mean, like, it was fairly enjoyable. It was a very middling C-level movie, in my opinion. It's just the circumstances <clears throat> of the yeah. situation that it was in. And even then, the only reason it made as much as it did was because it was one of the first big IMAX 3D event movies. Yep. Yeah. And ever since, and that that it looks outdated now. It's crazy how time changes shit. Because yeah. what year was that? Two thousand nine. I was gonna say ten. So you're probably right. I'm not even gonna test you anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, since then, what movies would you say de- deserve the same kind of accolades, but have been overlooked? Like, j- just off of your personal opinion. Because I know me and you get super passionate about certain movies. Where you would literally, like, throw fucking awards at certain people, but they get, like, no love. Huh. That's a good one. Because, I mean, obviously, you kind of already talked about how um, Tony Collette got snubbed for... Hereditary. Hereditary. But, like, something that, like you feel personally deserves like a heaping amount of love that literally got 
Project Almanac. I don't know if I ever watched that one. What's I mean, it about? It's, uh, it's that time travel movie. This kid in high school is really smart, and he makes a time machine to go back and. Uh, well, because he he's watching a a tape of him at his tenth uh, birthday party, and his dad was there. And then, as the film goes on, you can see he sees himself like in the mirror, mm-hmm. as his older self, mm-hmm. and that's why he like finds the time machine and he builds it, or whatever. Okay, it's a good movie. I'll have to check that out. Um. This won't be my exact pick, but I do feel this movie, Chronicle, deserved more love. Oh, I've seen that. It, I really enjoyed that one. It's a pretty good movie. Um, it was nice to not have another movie where it's like, oh, this group of kids got powers and they all were really good. Yeah. It, it felt like... Dane DeHaan's good in that shit. Oh, dude, he's fantastic. I was so excited for him as Green Goblin yeah. <laughs> until it happened. <laughs> um, a lot of potential. But, like, it literally, like, it's... I guess the closest thing I can compare it to recently, at least from what I've heard, would be, like, Brightburn. Kind of getting that, like, bullied kid who, like, as soon as they get power, they can flip a switch. Have you seen that? I have not I haven't yet. Either. I mean, I, maybe we should do a... Uh, review on that because I've been looking for a reason to watch it I just never can find the time I'm done cool I, I heard how it ends which makes me mad but I haven't <laughs> I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut then um if I had a movie where I really thought it deserved like heaping praise that was overlooked I don't know like I think everybody knows that good time was a fantastic movie, but yeah. it didn't get any award love, did it? Uh, except for, like, from festivals. Not that I remember. Let's see. The Lighthouse. That one didn't get was that, as much as Was I that got. 2019? That yeah. was the end of last year, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because it, like, it was, like, a year ago now. It was, like, November or December of last year. Yep. Let's see. Good time award nominations. You got that Herbert the Pervert whistle yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, they did, Good Time didn't get any Academy Award nominations. It got a bunch of like festivals and shit like that. But. I think that would be the movie I would go with then. Like, I know a lot of people are, are kind of mad about the way it ends. And I was, when, I was when I first watched it, if I'm honest. Just because it was so abrupt and I was just like, fuck me. But it literally took me like stepping away for a minute to be like, it's like real fucking life. Yeah, it ended where it needed to. It's yeah. kind of a sad ending, too. It's a very sad ending. But it was it was unique in the fact that it, it wasn't like, oh, this guy can do a million wrong things and still get life his way. And it's because, like, you're accustomed to the whole movie to it being, like, so wild mm-hmm. that the ending happens just like that. You're expecting more because it's been wild the whole time. Yeah. It, it, it was... I'm not gonna say anticlimactic. It was just not what I expected. Mm-hmm. It was it was beautiful in retrospect. It's way better than Uncut Gems. I still haven't seen it, but I heard how that one ended too. Yeah, I gotta I gotta quit watching like YouTube videos because like I'll put them on in the truck, and we have these cameras that watch us, and if like we go to reach our phone, the camera will go off and it'll send a thing to our managers and we get suspended. So I can't pause the fucking video or whatever I'm listening to and so I get spoilers for Uncut Gems and all these other movies and I'm just like fuck me <laughs> cause otherwise I'll fall asleep at the wheel if I don't listen to something right it's just, it's, it makes for a long day 
Well, there's a new Sword and Scale episode out, so... Uh, a plus episode. 80. I still haven't heard it. I know I saw it that it... Did it came out today? I think so. I saw it today. I, I haven't heard it yet. I'm going to listen to it on Tuesday. Okay. Did you listen to 173? Yeah. I did it or did it not kind of tie in well to what we were talking about last it, time? It was... Uh, Religion. People. Yeah. Go too far. That... I'm trying to think. It almost reminded me of a movie. I just... I can't think of exactly which one it is. Huh. But, like, the idea of someone killing their kids is always cringy. Yeah. But especially when it's that unnecessary because he had already killed... Like, it, it's like the, um... Well, they said he, they kill, he killed his family because he thought his wife was cheating on him. Yeah. So he wanted to get back at her and shit. And then when he was in court, even though he did that, he was still saying that God still has a plan for him. Like, didn't even care about anything else sounded fucking psychotic like could you imagine being the dad who introduced his daughter to him right how fucked up your life work to get him out of prison and shit that's just rough dude um is there anything else you can think of this week because it was it's been it's been a slow week fairly uneventful for an election week (laughs) yeah um, I mean, there is a lot that happens during the election, but, but that's, we're not yeah. those kind <laughs> I don't of feel like having that kind of a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, yeah. I think we'll just uh, drop it for here for now. Here for now. Not yeah. for here for now. Um, so, yeah, if you guys wouldn't mind, uh, just uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave a like and uh, rate and uh, share it with your friends if you feel uh, the need to do so. And it really helps us out and helps uh, suggest us to other people. Um, and then don't forget to like, uh, subscribe, share on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and especially YouTube. I'm Anthony Stevens. Damien. Peace. Peace. Peace.